When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello there, everybody, and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast. Just let me jump on because it's been a, it's kind of been a strange week. There hasn't really been much going on, but uh, it feels like we should have done a podcast. It feels like, I don't know, maybe I'm addicted to this whole thing. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> but uh, I was just sitting at home today and I was kind of going, yeah, yeah, Jesus, should do a podcast, should do a podcast, should completely should do a podcast. And uh, I suppose there's been a bit going on during the week. Um, Paddy is here before we go into that. Paddy, how is life treating you? Not too bad. Bit of a boring old weekend. Absolutely no love for this FA Cup. So, uh, watched a few minutes of Liverpool today and saw Cardiff get a should have been a penalty and wasn't given. If Liverpool got them, they got them all day. So it turned it off. Didn't watch any more football today. Watched a bit of rugby. Uh, actually, I did watch football today. I watched the women play at six o'clock against West Ham. So I figured that was better than any FA Cup games that were. Absolute rubbish and garbage. But fair play to Boreham Wood. They beat Bournemouth this evening, and that's probably the result of the, the round. But yeah, it's kind of a second class uh, uh, tournament now. It's just, I just have no love for it anymore. You've no love for it when we're not in it. I think the biggest thing was um, I, I thought the biggest performance of the weekend was Kidderminster Harriers. Like, like football is unjust at times, and for them to concede. A goal in like then I think it was like what the ninety third minute to Declan Rice, and then to concede a goal in injury time in extra time to mm. Jared Bourne, uh, like like double excruciating heartbreak for Kidman, who were by far the better team throughout the whole lot of the game. So it's uh looks just one of those things. But um look as I say we weren't in the FA Cup this week. Um, that's the only game, my only FA Cup game I watched uh, myself. Is a bit of rugby, bit of Gaelic games this weekend. 
bit of recalibration before we go hell for later over the next couple of weeks, Paddy, <laughs> until the international break, because there's like five games coming up, and that is that is absolutely huge. Um, before we get into it, before we get into the podcast here, um, I keep on forgetting to mention these people, and they are fantastic uh, partners with us here on the podcast. That is the Spond app, S-P-O-N-D. If any of you guys are organizing anything i've said it to you before whether you're organizing a team an organization you know a group of people or anything spawned is very very um is a very good application please check it out it's available on ios and on android you can use it for creating group group events you can use it for group messaging you can use it for accepting payments as well um if, if you know i don't know whether you're accepting um registration or anything like that but the spawned app really really great app i would implore you all to go down and download it for free doesn't cost you anything there's no subscriptions on it or anything like that and you can see if you like it and if you like it continue to use it and so that's spawned and you can get it on ios or android devices so that is uh and they're they're very very good partner here with this podcast as well um so yeah a couple of things happened i suppose over the course of the last week patty and i did have great aspirations of trying to do it in i suppose in alphabet or chronological order but i can't remember when uh each little piece happened so i'm just gonna get <laughs> cracking and kind of go let's talk about a small bit of the transfer rumors that we had uh maddie cash and um, that atletico madrid piece isn't going away and i know the window is closed but it's not going anywhere and yeah. uh, uh you know there's a lot of big people talking about it and i know we're what four weeks four months away from away from the window five months nearly away from the window opening again but patty what are your views on that and i suppose it's testament to maddie cash coming Tastin Villa playing his best, playing the best football of his career, again called up to the Polish national team, and now you have uh, Champions League teams and uh, La Liga's winners last year looking to looking to, to to rock up and and pay money for him. So, what's your what's your views on that, Paddy? Well, it it appears to be a lot of hearsay, really, at the moment. There's there's, there's no real substance to it. We haven't. Like as you say, the transfer windows closed. There's very little they can do. So for now, he's our player. If the management team see fit to to sell him in the summer, you know, I think there's only a, a couple of players left that that would really break my heart if they went. Maybe John McGinn and and Emmy Martinez. Um, but look, every player is replaceable. If if they feel that they're they're getting a good deal for the club and a good deal for uh, future transfers, maybe it's the way to go. Not that I'm saying by any stretch of the imagination that we should sell Maddie Cash. Um, he's been he's been brilliant since he came in. Um, you know, it could be better in the final third for me, but other than that, he's been fantastic. Yeah, it's, uh, and the reason we're br- I'm bringing up the Maddie Cash piece is because we there was strong interest in Douglas Louise, and we're transitioning towards a team whereby. You know, clubs are going to start looking at our players and going to want to sign them. And they may want to drop big money. You know, we may see players mm. leave for, uh, regularly leave for 25, 30, 35, 40 million, million euros, pounds, whatever the denomination that they're, depending on the country they're being sold to. And uh, I suppose it's one of the things that I think over the over the next few weeks, as we try, tend to hear these that, they're going to be worth talking about, even though, as you say, they are idle speculation at the moment. They're going to be worth talking about because I have thoughts on, you know, the way some people say, oh, we're a selling club. We don't want to go down the route of Southampton and stuff like that. And there's very much an awful lot of merit in that. But I think specific positions and not even, sorry, positions is the wrong word. I think specific situations, should I say, um, need to be, you know, considered. And I think that they, that, uh, 
uh, yeah, I think that some of them may not have any merit and some of them may have merit as well. But uh, for me, I don't want to lose Matty Cash. I want to keep that back four. I'd love to have a, an Arsenal of the mid-90s situation where your goalkeeper and your back four just stay <laughs> together forever. You know, and then and I wouldn't have no problem if we became boring. One nil, one nil to the villa was the song that we sing as well. But like our our back four for me, our back five for me are pivotal. So you know, you don't really want to see Matty Cash going anywhere. You'd like him no. to, you know, to grow into into his position. And and you know, we've got a a group of guys there that all are all under thirty. Um, some of them a lot under thirty, some of them not. Um, you know, so it's uh, there's 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 longevity. Like there's three, four, five years left. Well, there's three or four years, I suppose, left in that back back four. And uh, you know, I want to be the ones that reap the, reap the benefits of it. Um, and for him to stay for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk a little bit, I suppose, Patty as well. Like this isn't going to be a really long podcast, but I just you know the the two games that we had over the course of the week, Patty, were very. Uh, I suppose they kind of they kind of show where Steven Jared feels that we are, and uh, I suppose the fact that it kind of highlights an awful lot of um, the fact that we really haven't had a full squad to kind of even train together. I suppose under Steven Jared, and Steven Jared felt the need to 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 have two behind closed doors games, one against Brentford and one against Mould um, of the Norwegian League. And we'll start off with the Brentford game, Paddy. You know, we don't know a whole lot about it. We know that. You know, I, it was even difficult to get a full squad listing of who lined out. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did have, uh, we did win, <coughs> 2-1. Uh, goals from Molly Watkins, nice to see him scoring. And also Tyrone Mings from a header. Um, but I suppose, Paddy, you know, getting games like that in an international window is difficult enough. But to get game, get a game at a caliber of, of, of Brentford, I suppose, is mm. it's intelligent because, you know, while Brentford are a team on the up they would have had a lot of their players staying back at home you know to train and to be with the team because they you know they didn't have an awful lot of internationals away so i suppose being opportunistic to try and get that game time is 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 is, it's kind of quite telling towards what steven jard's management style and maybe what his coaching team want to implement on the field and they're not quite seeing it there yet yeah but and look it's it's an opportunity for for players We, we saw like um tommy o'reilly isn't it Young lads yes. played it. Yeah, yeah. Tim Tim Arugbenham played. Uh, Callum Chambers seemed to get a good bit of game time in the Mold game. Uh, I believe the Mold game was supposed to be Derby, but they pulled out of it and Mold filled filled in in fairly short notice. So, um, I don't think yeah, Derby look, were happy with us after we snatched their uh, Mister Kelly man. Kelly man, yeah, I couldn't even think of his name. I was there. Is it Paddy's his first name? Paddy, I know it's something to do with Paddy's name. Oh, because you messaged me about it. You said it's the closest I'll have to Kelly on the back of my jersey. Um, <laughs> yeah, but look, it's it's important. Um, there's probably some players there that managed to get some game time in that system, and you know, to be able to call on the likes of young Tim or, or Tommy or Callum Chambers mm. or whoever, whoever that is. Getting a few minutes in the squad, you see, Carney played a good bit. He was he was all action yeah. for the, the highlights of the mold game that we could see. He was involved in one of the goals against Brentford, and two two decent enough oppositions. It wasn't it wasn't the usual Walsall and and those yeah. that we play in in the summer. So it's uh, look, it's it's, a, it's important game time. There's there's a few players in there that needed game time. Another person who needed game time was was Mister Coutinho, who, who who got game time. And got an absolute cracker, as I think it was uh, someone mentioned it in the comments there a few minutes ago. What a mm-hmm. goal! 
I hope we see yeah. a few of them in, uh, in Villa Park and indeed away from home this season. Technique was superb, yeah. And look, it was it like one of those great things. But when you bring in Philippe Coutinho, it's Aston Villa's Philippe Coutinho scores an absolute belter for Brazil, and like that reverberates around the world. You know the the fact that that it's that he's scoring a goal like that in mm. in the tournament he's scoring it in as well, obviously. But the fact that it's Aston Villa's Philippe Coutinho, there's there's untold or there's there's unimaginable kind of value linked to that. To be that, uh, to, to have that kind of PR um, the world over, which is, uh, I suppose, which is a lot is rooted in the signing of Coutinho as well as what he can do in the field. And one of the, one of the fan sites put a, a fairly uh, on the money uh, photo of us taking a free kick against Everton, where we had two Brazilian internationals and a French left back standing over the free kick. Mm. So that's the caliber of uh, of what we're attracting to the club. So you know we're going in the right direction. Um, and you know, if if Philippe Coutinho can come in and have four or five months of magic here and continue on into next year, we can build a team around that little maestro. Mm. And not to mention our other little maestro is uh, Emmy Buendia, who who's been great in the last few weeks. So um, there's a lot there's a lot going on there. Um, I'm looking forward to the next four games because I think they're four winnable games. I don't expect us to win all four. I'll settle for three. Um, but I think I think it's I think they could be a springboard to our season if we go and got four positive results out of them. Oh, absolutely, for sure. And you mentioned something there about having two two Brazilians and a, and a French international standing over the ball. But like, you know, depending on where we're recording this as. And uh, the 107th minute between Egypt and Senegal in the Afghan final, uh, Trezeguet has come on, and they're just in in normal time on the on the hour mark. But and watch me now, just absolutely, completely, <laughs> never put a kibosh on him. But we could potentially have a, a Cup America winner in Martinez. We could potentially have a, a an, an Afghan winner in in Trezeguet, along with all these people. So what I'm talking about here is that, like you know. Winning even with your with your international team is, you know that that's that's a character building experience. And the more of those you have within the team, the better it becomes. And 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 these players are like like Martinez would not have been in that squad or been being the first choice goalkeeper for Argentina had it not been for his exploits with Aston Villa. Trezeguet would likely be in that Argent or that uh, Egyptian team. And I know he's only coming off the bench, but obviously injuries have. Have curtailed uh, his his recent um, his last last season, but you know he's getting there on the back of Aston Villa Football Club. And, and once again, this is what I'm talking about. When you've got teams mm. winning, when you've got international teams winning with Aston Villa Football Club players in them, that is once again big for the club. So yeah. it's still nil nil in that game. 109 minutes gone. I'm not going to jinx it because I had a a tweet ready to go on the Kidderminster game twice. I had a tweet ready to go and I didn't send it. <laughs> And twice I was made look like a stupid idiot, but it was only to myself because I didn't send send the tweet, so I'm not I'm not going to go down that route. But you know, it's a it's 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 a huge piece, and, and and you can see where the you know the thoughts of yes, I know that we've bought a lot of young players and the likes of Kanza in in windows past Matty Cash we mentioned him before Douglas Louise John McGinn was a young player when we bought him etc cetera, etc cetera. and now we're filling it in with these experienced guys and we're having a nice blend within the team as those younger players are now beginning to come of age and get into their experience or into their prime years which is fantastic um but we had a second game as well Paddy against Mould and uh sorry actually before you before we go on to it there and, and I think it was Tommy O'Reilly played against Mould actually and it wasn't against it wasn't against Brentford but 
Tommy O'Reilly is kind of someone who's come out of left field in a way whereby, you know, he hasn't been one of them big names, the like the Aaron Ramseys and those, the guys who've gone out and loan. And Tommy O'Reilly has stepped into in for the under 18s this season. He's only he's only 18. Um, and he stepped in for the for the under 18s this season. He's actually scored five goals for them. Um, you know, so he's He seems to be somebody that obviously they trust and they brought in, and I know they needed bodies to fill in for people being away. He's an attacking midfielder, central midfielder, bit in the slighter side from what I've seen of him. But fair play to him, you know. He really, really um, cherished that, that, uh, I suppose, being in and around the first team and stuff, and he was Mm. posting about it on Twitter all day yesterday as well. So fair play to him. And, and, you know, what's the point in having new players there if you can't use them or if you aren't comfortable or if you aren't confident in calling them up, even if it is for a friendly game? But he was called up for that friendly game against Mould. And um, Aston Villa running out 3-1 winners. Uh, Jacob Ramsey scored a lovely goal with his left leg. Um, uh, John McGinn scored another brilliant goal, like just passed it into the back of the net. Well, when I say passed it, it was a bit more than passing it into the back of the net. It was real. <laughs> placed it. Placed it. Uh, placed it, I think is probably a better yeah. word. Yeah. And then Ali Watkins getting his, uh, getting ahead to the ball. Um, and to be honest with you, I don't... I don't from the angle I saw, I have no idea how he scored that goal. It must have been a really good header. Either that or the goalkeeper didn't made a, made a blunder, but it was a really good header. But once again, it's two and two for Ali Watkins in the, in this off uh, this off period that we've had, and that can only be good for Aston Villa because he's been much maligned this year because mm-hmm. things haven't been working for him. And maybe we start things, maybe we start Watkins. Watkins has scored two goals in two in in, in two friendly games, and he was the incumbent prior to this prior to this. Um, to, to this break so break. for me that's a real positive yeah. out of this 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 last week yeah but, but unfortunately for him he, he's got to take it into the real games now he's, he's got to step up to the plate and get a couple of goals for us like I said all last year when he wasn't scoring I was happy once there was goals coming from elsewhere but we're, we're gonna we're gonna need a striker to, to to trump up with goals and it's got to be him or Ings or you know we could be we could be looking at a change again in the summer you know there's a there's a lot of uh there's a lot of um, heavy breeding about it that you know he could bring in an old head to 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 play up front. So look, we just have to wait and see on that one. But I think this is I think this is an important month for Ali Watkins. I think I think it's time for him to step up and get a few goals with with the fixtures we have ahead. Yeah, um, I think stability for Ali Watkins is going to be huge. I think stability behind him, number one, and then also mm-hmm. stability of stability of him playing up top on his own. Um, it's not been the easiest season for him. Like obviously getting injured against Salernitana at the end of at, at the end of preseason, missing the first couple of games, then being shunted out to the left, being played on the right, being played through the center. And um, I'm not excusing that. Look, he's a former winger; he should be able to move between those. Yeah. But you change manager in the middle of the season. A lot of these things, I I get very I very much get the feeling that people like Watkins, and to be honest with you, I think people like Ings. They they need to have the they need to have how am I going to say they need to have familiarity to the play specifically Watkins because I I don't think Watkins is a sprinkle a bit of magic dust and make something out of nothing type player I think Watkins is very much the kind of guy tell him what to do he'll do it tell him what to do he'll do it but also you need to tell him what to do and tell him what the other people behind him are doing and he'll do it and I think that that's you know that's probably not news to anybody when you look at him um. And that can be difficult when you've got change of regimes in the middle of the middle of the season, mm. and also when you've got you know various combinations of players playing behind you. So once again, not excuses for him or anything, but it's just context, I suppose, more so than anything else. Um, not context, but but like I, I think that that's probably something whereby 
obviously, Jared wanted to get those two games, and the fact that we scored more than one goal in both games, I think, is is a positive because of the fact that I think that's what they were there for. It's not really for our defensive structure because you know we were missing players that were gone on international duty. It's not for our midfield structure because we're missing players who got gone on international duty. But it, I think it was specifically for it to see if we could get strikers and, and get goals firing in the team. And uh, but we scored five and two. So like if we can take that into the Premier League, you know, uh, as you said, and if Watkins can take it into the Premier League, I think yeah. it's going to be a huge, huge, huge piece. Um, I think realistically speaking, for for Ollie Watkins now. With the backup that's there, and with the fact that we have Buendia, Coutinho, Carney, he he he's either playing up front or he's not playing. So it's it's a big month for him. And and don't get me wrong, I really want them to succeed. I, I really love the two to, to succeed. I'd love to see them alternate between, um, depending on the opposition, to have either Ings or Watkins there for someone who plays a high line. I would have, you know, to be able to change it after 60 minutes and bring on fresh legs to, to run at that high line would be great. But look, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. I think the way we're putting pressure on teams, we're not seeing too many high lines either. No, uh, I don't think so either. I think the high line in the Premier League has been... I can't think of a team that really plays it this season. Chelsea like Liverpool maybe. have been playing really... it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. and it's an interesting one, and and like majority of the time they play three at the back anyway. So you know, um, you would be playing almost a sweeper, I think, a lot of times. Um, so it's an interesting one. Uh, but look, as I say, they're the solutions. They're the, or sorry, they're the problems that we need to find solutions for. They're the problems that I'm sure uh, Mick Beale, Stephen Gerrard, uh, Gary Mack, uh, all the rest of the guys that are in the Iron Danks are trying to find those solutions for that attacking play out in the field. And uh, you know, if teams are going to come and play. A deeper play deeper and not play um yeah. the high line like a lot of teams did last season. Uh well then you know feed feed Coutinho more, you know, get them into those half spaces, get them into the you know, get them dropping deep, make sure that we're pulling their, their defensive midfielders back so that if we're pulling their defensive midfielders back for Bundy and for Coutinho, well then where have we got the space in the middle of the field? If we do have the space in the middle of the field there, make sure Douglas Louise has the confidence to go forward with it or knows what he's doing. Um mm-hmm. Not that he doesn't, but what I'm saying is that no matter, you know, you should you, there should be various game plans within there, and I'm sure every team does have it. But the the high line versus the versus the deeper line this season has been something that's been quite notable. But if Ali Watkins can only play against the high line, then you know, then then you know, there's there's a completely different question to be asked there. You know, um, and we won't get into it too much, as I say, because this is not a critique in anyone. But Paddy, there was. a was social media kind of like we've heard nothing on this, and I think it's probably a lot of um, it might be nonsense, but there was a social media post going around that was shared wildly, I think, about Buendia getting injured. I've heard absolutely nothing more on that, so I think for the time being, I'm going to file it under likely not true. What do you think? You, you haven't heard anything on that, have you? Uh, I think more than likely not true. I think he may have gone off in the game, which is perfectly natural. But I don't think there was because often most games injured anyway with his arm. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think there was anything in it. And if there was, we'd have heard about it by now. I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, maybe sometimes they want to see what the extent is. But uh, I don't. Maybe he might have gone off. I, I don't know. I haven't heard. I haven't seen any confirmation on that. But no. it would be a huge blow and if he did, uh, he did post he, himself. He yeah, did post he himself did. to say it was good to get more minutes or something along yeah. those lines. So yeah. good to be back. Good to be yeah. back, exactly. And Paddy, we've had a rake of people who've been out and loan as well. I just see a couple of the names there. Keenan Davis. Keenan Davis is turning into prime 
picking <laughs> Harry Harry Kane at the moment, you know, for for uh, Forest. Fair play to without him, the goals. You know. <laughs> well, he's, I think he got he's got two in his last three, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I couldn't get anything out of it. Oh, he couldn't get you couldn't get anything against right, Leicester. Right. Oh, <laughs> he did. Yeah, he, he took a strike. took a punch in the face, didn't he? <laughs> he did. Fucking yeah. muppet getting on the field. It looked like he got one back in on him as well, which fair play to him. <laughs> yeah, it should be a free for all. If a fella comes onto the field and does that, you should be allowed to take off your boot and mash him into the ground. But um, <laughs> that's my views on it as well. And then the little prick was smiling all over the place then when he was getting off, mm. was being escorted off the field. Um, I don't know. People here might know him. If you do, tell him I think exactly that of him, you know. Um, but like that's stupid. Like who thinks that they've got? Who thinks that they've got uh, got that type of authority to run on the field when they're losing? I was. I think it was after the fourth goal went in as well, um, and then jump running on run on and try and punch someone. Yeah, mm. he should get a good hiding somewhere as well himself. But his own fans should take him in and give him a good hiding as well. Uh, he's 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 not he's yeah. Is what it is. That's not our fight to fight, I suppose. Really, um, that's their that's okay. their uh, fight to fight. But you know, just a call out. He's a bit of an idiot, but he's flying it. Keenan Davis is flying it, and Steve, I like Steve. Steve Cooper is, you know, he's managing his way out of that league. I'd love to see them go up. To be honest, yeah, I think it'd be, uh, I think it'd be great to see them back in the top flight. The, you know, they're they're a big club, like like ourselves in the doldrums for a while. Um, they're they're one of the ones I definitely love to see them go up ahead of uh, the head of the likes of Baggies or someone like that. So, yeah, it's it's uh, it's, it's kind of like eighties and nineties Nuts Forest. We'd love to see them back up there. Yeah, yeah. Plus, it's a nice short trip for us to go and play them as well. So, uh, and exactly. it's a nice away day. Yeah, I think Thanks. I went. To, I don't don't tell anybody that might be in the house here. I think I went to Hooters when I went to Nuts Forest last. <laughs> Who knew there was a Hooters in, in uh, Nottingham? I'm gonna have to put the 18s plus sign on this podcast, Patty, before we <laughs> before we finish off now because you but uh <laughs> no Nottingham's actually a great place. I, I I was I went out in Nottingham, I think. I think I went out one night in Nottingham and then the next mo- next day I ended up in Lincoln to put the two of those together. Um once again, a podcast for another day. Um, we've got more people on loan though than Steve or than Keenan Davis. Um, Cameron Archer can't stop scoring like that man just scores goals. That's all he does. All he's good for is scoring goals. I remember that was labeled that was a that was a a detraction that was labeled at a lad that, that I used to play soccer with before. All he's good for is scoring goals. Oh <laughs> Jesus, that little thing is it? But Cameron Archer, another goal again today and a brilliant finish. Like. Playing against that whole team, that was, it was just a superb finish. Great ball into him, just took it on bang. Just just mm-hmm. like just give me the ball, put it back in the net. Yeah, no bother to me. He's just a natural finisher. I likened him and I thought I was going to take some flack about it. Now I likened him on, on, on Twitter before to, to like Nicholas and Elka. Just the way Nicholas and Elka used to just 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 finish. That's all he used to do. Just finish the ball. It's fantastic. And uh, Cameron Archer does exactly the same. He expects to score. And and look, it's it's great that he's doing it at that level. You know, we we've we've had players out at lesser level. He's been out at lesser level and didn't exactly tear up any trees. So did well with us the start of the season. Was our top scorer here for a while. So it's great. I think he's two and three now, especially scoring against West Brom last week, which was fabulous. So uh, good for him. Good for good for morale, and you know, bodes well for the future. Louis Barry as well. Another guy who's getting minutes. It's at um. Swindon, but 
Exeter uh, came back. I think I think I think Swindon won one nil up. And Exeter came back with two late goals, but Louis Barry came on um, last twenty minutes or so, uh, which is good, which is more than he was getting at Ipswich. So you know exactly. he'll feel his way yeah. into that team, and, and and I'm looking forward to seeing what he does there as well. And Arjun Reiki as well. Um, he was playing for Brimsby against Nats County. That's that's a real that's a real football league fixture in my view. Grimsby versus Nats County is that Two to me is like that's one for the huh? traditionalist, isn't it? I like it. I I always imagine those teams on a Sabutio table. Because they feel like two teams that would have been big. You know, there should be there should be Sabutio teams there of them because they're just traditional teams, I think. But uh yeah, apparently he, he absolutely nailed it in his performance as well. Apparently he played really, really well. Um got the full 90 minutes there for them as well. So uh it's good. It's good to see players going out and loan. Well, it's good to see them going out and loan now and actually getting minutes because it's the first first part of the season they didn't really, specifically Ricky and um and Louis Barry. Louis Barry, um, yeah. But yeah, long may continue. Long may continue indeed. Uh, Jed Steer also played as well over uh, played in goals um, for against Cambridge yeah. for Luton. Kept the clean sheet. Clean sheet too. Yeah, a three 0 yeah. win. Three 0 win. So, so. Uh, yeah, we leaving anyone out? Tarek Wright. Did Tarek Wright get game time? Debut? Yeah, um, they he played for Colchester. They beat Leighton Orient one 0 so he started the game and then was taken off late on. So good mm. to see him getting a run out. Yeah. Same he's a man that just, no matter where he goes on loan, he just gets minutes, you know, because he's a good he player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know what? It's, it's no harm to see him come up a little bit in the leagues. I'd, I'd like yeah. to see him, you know, if, if he doesn't make it back into our fourth squad next season to, to maybe go out in the championship and see what he's made of next year. That's true, actually. I'd put it in there as well. The Caleb Chickmaker was subbed on and subbed off six minutes later in tactical substitution because Livingston were up 2 1 or something. I remember oh, that. Really? But it doesn't, doesn't seem to be going, doesn't seem to be going great for him up there, though. You know, manager called him out um, not so long ago as well about maybe work ethic or something like that. And which, which to me was really strange because he signed him, you know. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. It was, uh, maybe it might be one of those. I don't know what it was. Uh, reverse psychology things. Um, Possibly, but, it's a difficult place to go and score goals as well. So, uh, he, he's he's if he's struggling, it's, 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 it's no slight on his uh, on his character. He might need a little bit of time to settle up there. But like, uh, yeah, and, and and that's that's true as well. You know, because he's playing in the in um, in in the Scottish Premiership. You know, which. Arguably, look, and I know there's people going to flood into the chat here saying, oh, that's only League One level or whatever like that, but it's not. It's probably a better level than that. It's probably somewhere lower championship level, you know, um, for some teams. You know, obviously, we play against Celtic and Rangers. Once again, up for debate here, guys, but uh, we play against Celtic and Rangers. We're playing against uh, mid-tier uh, Premier League teams, lower-tier lower Premier League teams, you know, depending on. Mm-hmm. Uh, how way you see it, so you know he will come up against some good opposition in in, in that league, and was certainly better opposition than he did when he played with Northampton. So it's um you know it is a step up for him, and certainly better opposition than he would have got when he was playing with the twenty threes. So maybe it might just be a, a growing up curve for him as well. And and look, he took on the challenge, so hopefully he's up to it, and he goes up there and he finds his feet over the end of the season, starts scoring goals. Um, I don't really think there's much else to go through, Paddy. Don't think so. No, the, don't think the so. women lost two one tonight. They're still a little bit toothless up front. 
Mm. Um, Alicia Lehman scored a penalty just after halftime to level it up, but um, I was kind of half watching it because I was watching something else at the time, but had it on the iPad watching it, which, and you know what, the, the coverage on the FA player for, for women's football is, is absolutely brilliant. So if you haven't got it, download, download that app because... It's nice when there's nothing else to watch to be able to watch Aston Villa, regardless of whether it's uh, the women or the men. There was FA Cup games on it today, but I chose to watch to watch that game. So um, I've actually watched a good bit of them throughout January. Um, I've, I think I've watched all but one of their games, so I've kind of kind of got to know them all by name now at this stage. So uh, it goes to show what things have been like here in Ireland, and we haven't been able to go too many places because we were in lockdown most of January, but. Yeah, it's um, it's nice to be able to watch something when there's when there's nothing else on. I know a lot of them clash with with our own match days, so it was nice mm. to watch it today when there was nothing else happening. Yeah, yeah, and Paddy, it's all right. It was okay. You could have said you were watching the Irish version of Dancing with the Stars as well. You know, while it was on, no one would have thought any worse of you because you definitely were like that's exactly. I was watching. I was actually watching the Sinner. <laughs> the Sinner. We're binge watching the, the the new series of the Sinner. Brilliant! Absolutely is there a new brilliant. series of it? Excellent! Yeah, excellent. I, I've only got stuck into the, the last season of Ozark there over the weekend, but um, finding time to podcast and and, and to watch watch uh, Netflix series is a uh, is a difficult ordeal at this moment in time. But uh, we'll, get the, we'll get there. I think the fact that we're talking about Netflix means there's very little to talk about at the moment. No, no, no. I saw that. I think I saw Ty Bracey was petitioning for um, Amazon Prime to do a um, Villa Till I Die uh, <laughs> documentary for next season. Yeah, so maybe we might, maybe, maybe we might have something to talk about in streaming services for that for next season. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Who knows? Well, but yeah, I think that's going to do it, Paddy. I think that's going to do it, guys. We will be back. Um, I suppose tomorrow night, Paddy, we will we'll preview. Uh, Leeds preview, I suppose, once we know more. We'll probably get a presser out of out of Steven Gerrard tomorrow. And yep. uh we'll be back with, with, with some 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 chat. We deliberately haven't gone into the Leeds chat here. Um I suppose we will know more tomorrow once the once the beat writers get out there and start finding out more about maybe any potential niggly injuries, people coming back from from their respective international tournaments and so on. And um, we'll know more about what kind of a squad we have. But uh, either way, we'll be going into into Leeds, wanting to win, uh, you know, probably needing to win, I suppose, as well, if we're to keep our, yeah. our charge up the up the league going. And we'll be back with you tomorrow to, to chat on that as well. Um, yeah, I think that's going to do it. Just before I go again, guys, check out the Spond app, S-P-O-N-D. It's like Pond with an S at the start. You never know, might be for you. But until then, until tomorrow, guys, uh, stay safe. And all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.